Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children Whoa. of all ages, welcome back to episode welcome back in episode nine, nine of Beyond. And as you can tell by the sound of our voices, Chris is back. Chris is back after here. a week absence. We out here. I know he's glad to be back. I know I am glad to be back. Very, very tiring weekend last weekend. Yes. And guys, if I sound a little bit weird or if I if I, if I start to sound like I'm drifting off into a faraway land. So I had a very long night last night. I had a big congrats. None of you care, but a huge congrats to my cousin getting married last night. And it was a late night. I drank a lot of Snapple. Wow. He partied like it was 2019. Dude, exactly. I partied like it was 2019 with five people. It was great. <laughs> and I had a good time and we ate McDonald's. So, I mean, come Hashtag on. Hashtag blessed. You can't, exactly. Hashtag blessed. Don't say that in front of Jason, though. Jason will get mad. Jason's so. fake, right? No, Are we yeah, talking about yeah. the ghost that haunts Cross Creek? No, he's real, Chris. He's real. He's All a right. real guy. Whatever you say. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get right into it. We're actually going to have Ring of Honor talk this week because uh, Chris found it and I did do it, it last week. So let's do it. It'll be quick. Uh, we got the Briscoes versus La Facción Ingonable. That's a struggle. And I, re- I try to say it confidently, but then I just start skipping syllables. But uh, you, know, <laughs> you know what it is. Jay and Mark Briscoe, who I don't know. I've probably talked before about how I love the Briscoes. Um, but like a, um, a rated R Uso brothers is just like a huge win to me. I love the Briscoes. So um, the Briscoes versus Dragon Lee and Kenny King. And so there was a distraction by Flip Gordon in there. But ultimately, um, La Facción Ingobernable win. They take the, the win there. All right. And to console a beaten Jay Briscoe, um, EC3 is there. I know we like talked about, I think we talked about him in the past being like showing up, he did a little impact work, showing up at Ring of Honor, but he has officially signed a mm-hmm. contract with Ring of Honor and uh, he's there. He's he out here. Then we have, yeah. uh, we have three matches this week. Mike Bennett versus Bateman. I don't know much about Bateman. I've seen his mustache around. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen him fight. Um, Mike Bennett wins um, for the Kingdom, and you know, uh, as Kingdom goes, Matt Taven comes out and he pummels Bateman, and there's more drama between Matt Taven and Vincent. Hoping that comes to a head at I don't know what do they call their show? Super, is that Supercard or is that uh, New Japan? Is it Supercard of Honor? That maybe that's when they do a crossover. I don't know. I don't. But, yeah, <laughs> but that match will be saved for a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, here in the future finally a championship match the ring of honor world six-man tag team championships i'm a big fan of six-man championships um except usually i like it instead of tag teams not as well as tag as well yeah ring of honor has a lot going on so um mexis squad defending champions that's bandito flamita and ray horus or huras i don't know versus shane taylor promotions who i'm a big fan of i I have never been crazy about shane taylor but his bros con and moses are super cool so uh sos sons of savagery i forget i looked it up i knew it at one point but they're super right. cool yeah anyway um they were supposed to have a match at like final battle last year but mexico squad wasn't clear to compete they tried to forfeit the championships and shane taylor said no 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 we'll have this match and they did and shane taylor promotions wins the the titles the honorable way we have new ring of honor world six man tag team champs in shane taylor promotions Wow, That's huge, huge news in the huge. Ring of Honor world. Good thing I, that didn't happen last week, and then I just, you know, 
didn't say anything about it because that, <laughs> that'd be a me thing to do for sure. That'd be a me thing to do. All right, let's head over to Tuesday nights. Uh, Impact Wrestling. It's heating up, guys. There's always, always something going on over at Impact. You just it's hot. No. Who might come across that door? You might see Kurt Kowalski just appear. And he and he's managing. I, I doubt it. Um, who's he managing? I don't even know. He's, he's managing, managing to get beat up. Um, so let's without further ado, Impact Wrestling Tuesday, February 23rd. I'm trying to say Brian Myers says Impact Wrestling like on his podcast, so weird. It's like he's like Impact Wrestling Superstar. So it's like it's it's really weird. So the reminds me of uh, you know, the grizzled young veterans. I never well, this is the wrong show for that, but every time he talks about it, he says, We are the soon to be recognized <laughs> tag team champions it's so good it's such a weird little thing but mm-hmm. man he put it over yeah so to open up the show for impact we had a tables match deaner versus jake something and it. why it's a tables match i am not sure i probably well, missed know. the memo because i only ever see the second half because i get off work late so i get home around nine and then i'll see the second half of impact it's like what yeah miss like I don't know what's going on. So uh, Jake something defeats Diener. And it was um, I know something else. Oh, yeah. Right. Moose then comes out after the match. Yeah. And puts um, Jake something through a table and says, all right, I did not get my I am not leaving this ring until I get Rich Swan out here to confirm my world title match. And this show will not go on until. It happens. So he he sits in the ring and then Scott Demore, who now has music. He used to just walk out, but now he's got music and Titantron. Like, good for him. And he's like, all right, Moose, you want a world title match? You want it? Like, he's getting real mad. He's yelling. You want a world title match? I'll give you a world title match because I just sanctioned the TNA Heavyweight Championship as an actual title here in Impact Wrestling. So you will defend that title later tonight against Jake something. And I am trying not to laugh so much right now. We have a uh, live viewers. Uh, if you want to be a live viewer, let us know. Join the Patreon. But true. That'd be fun. Patreon.com slash PayPal driver. Then we had an X division six man tag team match. We had Willie Mack, Josh Alexander and Trey McGill teaming up against Ace Austin, Chris Bay and black. Is it? Taurus, right? Tarus. Tarus. Black Tarus. Black Tarus. And I understand that the winning team of this is going to be in a triple threat to be a contender for the X Division Championship. Is that right? Correct. And it's so funny because Josh just lost his opportunity. Like, he won, then he lost. He's right back, though. I mean, I don't know if he'll... Oh, Josh Alexander. I'm anxious to see, like, because I'm going to be honest. I feel like Ace Austin is world championship caliber. Yes? I mean, I would kind of agree. He seemed like he was up there when I started watching Impact a mm-hmm. year ago or whatever. And he's been on like kind of not like a really large decline. Right. But not an incline for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, I don't. And of course, they're accompanied by Madman Fulton. So no surprise there. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. I heard a lot of a lot of good stuff about it. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it. And the winners were Black Tarus. Chris Bay and Ace Austin. 
Love so it. maybe Ace Austin getting back into the X Division title picture. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Then we had the okay. Good Brothers versus Triple XL in a tag team match. That's all I've got. And <laughs> got a C. So the Good Brothers defeat Triple XL. No surprise. Right. I feel like I didn't need to say that, but I did. Um, then we have, so me being a major pod fan, this next segment got me very happy. Eddie Edwards versus Brian Myers. Or is it? Or is it? So Brian Myers comes out not not ready to go. He is not ready to go. And he has, you know, the eye patch, of course, because he is the pirate who doesn't do anything. So true. He just stays home and lies around. And um, he's like, well, here's the thing. You know, you hurt my eye. And I am mad. But you know what I'm going to do? I don't want to fight you. Yeah, right. I am going to have you here for my attorney. And then, boom, smart Mark Sterling pops up on the screen. You might have known him as MJF's lawyer back a few months ago on AEW. So he is now in Impact Wrestling representing Brian Myers. Says, listen, listen, Eddie. Brian's not going to fight you tonight, but thankfully he's got a friend that will. And then no surprise, Hernandez comes out and it turns into Eddie Edwards versus Hernandez and Eddie Edwards gets the win. Then we had a tag, a knockout tag team match, Susan and Kimberly versus Jordan Grace and Jazz. And I believe it was a number one contenders, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Maybe it's not. Oh, yes. No, it is. Yeah, it is. No more contenders. And Jordan Grace and Jazz defeat Kimberly and Susan. Uh, so that's cool, I guess. I'm shocked Jazz is still here. Not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of a, just the tournament thing and she'd be gone. But nope, she's still here. Still kicking. So then we have the TNA World Championship match. Jake something versus Moose. And I- I'm going to be honest. Jake has looked well very well in this new demeanor yeah. from cousin yeah. Jake has been doing very well. Uh, and Moots, Moots, Moots defeats Jake something to retain the TNA world championship. Um, but doesn't end there because Swan uh, comes out to make a save because uh, Moose is mad and Swan makes a save. And I believe that, yes, it's there. We will have Moose versus um, Rich Swan world title, I think. Try to remember the pay per view list because they lined them up. I'm not gonna yeah. say because I don't want to be wrong, right? So it's gonna happen though, it's gonna happen for sure. And uh, that that was impact this week, but it doesn't sound like they're gonna unify the titles, right? It was I don't know. the world title, yeah. Because I mean, sank like <sighs> sanctioning TNA as the as a world title. I don't know if, like, eventually it's, like, once we get to there, it's, like, Scott DeMore's, like, oh, yep, yep, yep. No, if you, whoever wins, you get mm-hmm. both and they get unified. Like, I I guess there's some time for that to happen, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But you know what else is interesting, Chris? Tell me. AEW Dynamite! Oh, indeed. <laughs> we start AEW Dynamite with uh, Ryan Nemeth versus John Moxley. Now, Nemeth is looking good. I'm loving his rise. John Moxley is an opponent, <laughs> not for a the caliber of Ryan Nemeth at this point. So he gets oh, a couple no. shots in. I love that they don't they don't do a lot of squash in there at AEW, um, but it is 
clearly Mox's match. Unless you watch um, Dark, then that's where it happened. Oh, man. They fit like 45 matches into 45 minutes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good, though. I keep watching. Mm-hmm. So um, this is Mox's match. He takes the win. And then he cuts a promo on Omega for their upcoming exploding barbed wire death match. I know. It's a lot. I'm, I'm not. Nope. I'm nervous. I am nervous. There's going to be blood everywhere. Um, what if somebody actually dies? I feel like they probably won't. Um, I saw some I like death probably won't. <laughs> in the Lucha Underground where it seemed to not kill them, so that's good. Um, but like, I know they say that, but like, I'm worried. Like, like a piece of barbed wire hits the wrong vein in your forearm. Sure. Like that. Sure. It's, it's, yeah, it makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. Yeah. The the ro- ropes will be wrapped in barbed wire. Do you know anything else about the match? What else? They so like some other stuff. The posts are going to be lined with explosives. So, yeah, he said landmines. Like, if they get thrown into it, they might die. Sick. So. All right. Well, Mox <laughs> gives a cool promo, and he's a master on the mic, as always, so that was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Varsity Blondes versus Team Taz, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Cage and Starks take the win here. Um, cue the snow from Sting. So Sting comes snow. out, and he's dragging behind him a body bag with hook in it who is taz's son <laughs> of team taz and uh it was pretty great and then darby obviously zip lines into the ring you know how he does and then he and sting destroy cajun starks they, they have a street fight at revolution um so darby yes. and sting standing tall at the end of this altercation you looking forward to that match you think sting's gonna hurt himself or what uh yeah i'm nervous well i heard that <laughs> that power bomb that he took from cage last week he had a back brace on because he knew he was going to take that spot so it wouldn't hurt. Oh, good, his good. So, I mean, okay, yes, take you're protecting him, but you put a man in a back brace because you knew his body couldn't take that bump. Like, yeah. Yeah. that's what he makes me nervous. He won't get a lot of action, I don't think. But no, no. Pretty cool that he'll be there. Yeah. So, um, then we have Tony Chavone interviews Miro, Kip Sabian, and Penelope Ford. And, um, Miro, they're upset about ruining the the wedding and how Charles the butler and Miro calls him the walking Xanax or uh, Orange Cassidy ruined mm-hmm. the wedding. They're very upset. Miro calls Charles. He says, "Get away from Orange Cassidy. He's a bad influence." I'm I'm rooting for Charles the butler because I think he's a great guy. Um, and then they get a note in the middle of this interview. Check yes or no. The best friends want a tag match, so I assume that will happen here. Um, Charles the Butler and Orange Cassidy versus Miro and Kip Sabian. I sense that that will be not too far from from now. We have some inner circle action: Jake Hager versus Brandon Cutler. Um, wow. Hager wins. This is like well, a dark match. Like I'm trying to remember something happened last week where I don't know Cutler. There was some, there's some inner circle dark order heat um, that's been brewing ooh. for a little bit. And some stuff overlapping. So I, I don't remember exactly why it was Brandon Cutler, but yeah, that was the, the feud in itself anyway. But Hager wins pretty quick. Um, and then the inner circle commences the beatdown, start beating up Brandon Cutler. Yeah. And then the young bucks show up to save him. Good guys now. What's going on? <laughs> so the young bucks challenge Jericho and MJF. Um, who they wrestled not too long ago, I believe. But yeah. um, then we see Jericho and MGF show up on video and they bloody up Papa Buck. So there was some action. That there blood in was the back. so fake. Yeah, oh was my gosh. Fluorescent. I mean, like, yeah, like I understand you're not actually going to make him bleed, but like, yeah. could you make it look a little more <laughs> believable? Yeah. 
Then we have Isaiah Cassidy versus Han- Hangman Adam Page. Now, the, the Dark Order is at ringside to support Page and to even the odds because Isaiah has Matt Hardy and TH2, so he's got some backup. Um, Matt Hardy actually gets deleted from ringside, <laughs> um, gets kicked out, and then Hangman Page wins this match. Hardy says, he's going after you. He's going after the Dark Order. I'm going after everyone you love. And he shoves five Allen Angels. Um and pushes him over and so there's some stuff going on there but looks like it's not over for hangman adam page joining the dark order which is exciting yeah. to me they so. in his entrance it on top of his record said made some new friends or, or something oh, i always so, forget to look at that something something of that aspect i forget exactly what it was but some, something, something along those lines then we have a more women's championship number one contender tournament match on the u.s side dr Britt baker versus nyla rose this is a back and forth match i wasn't able to watch it all but it was you know lengthy they had some time to to work and um ultimately nyla rose advances over dr Britt baker i'm sad it's hard to knock yeah it's hard (laughs) to knock nyla out of this out of this tournament um but i did kind of want to see Britt baker go further than than that so well for sure it is what it is let me have a promo for ftr because ftr and Tully Blanchard will be taking on the Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. Another time where I hope we don't kill this old man. <laughs> that I assume, I don't know. I think I'm more scared for Sting to be because, like, yeah. obviously I think Tully's only going to run spots with Marco and he's not going right. to have to worry. But like, <laughs> right. still, it's like ah. <laughs> Lance Archer, the main event. Lance Archer versus Ray Phoenix. They're fighting in a qualifying match for the Face of the Revolution ladder match, mm-hmm. and um, so it will be a ladder match of six folks. And the winner of that match will get a shot at the TNT title. So um, Lance Archer or Ray Phoenix. I would have loved for both of these guys to be in that match. Right. <laughs> like I can see a spot for Lance hitting people with ladders and Ray jumping off of them. I would love for both of them to qualify, mm-hmm. but alas, that's not how it shakes out. Archer wins here. Another long, great match. Um, it looks like it's going to be, if I'm reading the graphic correctly, um, Archer, Lance Archer, Penta, Cody, Scorpio Sky are in that match. So and then there's there. two spots left. So um, Penta, it? he's on the poster and I wasn't sure if what the poster was, I was looking at was like, these are in, or I thought Lance and Ray were both on the poster before. So I don't know, maybe he's in a qualifying match with somebody. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Cause I know but, Cody Scorpio are for sure. Those two. They're in, they're definitely in the match. Cody and Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. Well then that would make sense because Lance was on the match or on the poster and then Penta was too. So he must right, be okay. there. Looking forward to that match. That's gotta be good. Um, so we're looking over, looking forward to revolution as a whole. So there's one more dynamite before revolution, but it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be really good. I'm excited. It was funny. Uh, as I said at the beginning, I was at a wedding yesterday and when we're getting ready, this guy has direct TV and I'm like, man, cable. Well, that's cool. And I'm going <laughs> through, I'm going through the TV guide. And then it's like, by AEW Revolution now. And yeah. I'm like, Those were the days. Oh, man. If this wasn't my house, <laughs> you know. So, uh, well, well, that was a good good show. Um, when is an AEW? Well, okay. I can probably think of some instances, but they're good most of the time. Yes, most they are. The oh, do we want to talk about the awards at all? I forgot to mention it earlier to you. The oh, Wrestling you Observer Awards? Yeah, I saw those. You can run through. If you have them there. I did. Can. I brought them up. We'll run okay. through them pretty quick. It's pretty much AEW. Um, <laughs> AEW for. Oh, everyone. yeah. It was bi- It was so biased. So we got the wrestler of the year is John Moxley, which is great. I mean, they're not that they're bad competitors. There's a couple that I was like oh. surprised on, but mm-hmm. uh, most outstanding wrestler, Kenny Omega. Tag team of the year, the Young Bucks. 
best on interviews. What did you think about Eddie Kingston getting best on interviews? I mean, I love it. Sami Zayn. Like, I don't. Best is a strong word, but you know, like I told you, you know, his match with Cody Rhodes for the TNT title might be my favorite match ever. If not, it is in the top three. Mm-hmm. And I was a little afraid that I was like overselling him. I was like, why am I, am I the only one so hype on him? So to see him get a couple awards in award season and to hear some other people hype on him, I'm pretty stoked about it. Good for Eddie Kingston. I mean, with the wrestling observer, if you're looking AEW, like only AEW wise, which is what it seems to be. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah. I really don't see anyone else besides him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Ricky Starks, but I don't know. Maybe someday. Good for Eddie. Promotion of the year, surprise, AEW. Wow. Best weekly TV show, surprise, AEW Dynamite. Wow. Pro wrestling match of the year, the Young Bucks versus Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Um, so that would have been bef- that would have been pre-pandemic, right? Revolution. Yeah, that's pre-pandemic. Yeah. That's a long year. Um, so then they had a United States Canada MVP, and John Moxley wins that. The Japanese MVP, Tetsuya Naido. Naido. Um, Mexico MVP is Ray Phoenix. Which is great, but I like Penta a little tiny more. Yeah, I, literally Europe same. MVP. Good. Yeah, literally same thing. Just Penta a little more. <laughs> I saw that they won the tag team championships or the tag team award. I'm not actually gonna look. Last year they won the tag team award, the Lucha okay. Brothers. So, uh, a decorated team. So then we have um, the Europe MVP, which is Walter. Good for Walter. Walter, <laughs> loving that. Um, the Hodge Award, the non-heavyweight MVP award, Hiromu Takahashi, women's wrestling MVP, Bailey, best box office draw. This is cross MMA, and they got that one went to Conor McGregor. Feud of the year, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. What did you think about that one? That's just so stupid. It's like, not so stupid. That's a little bit of an exaggeration. I was surprised and could see some other ones, but it's not a terrible feud. It was a great feud. I could think of so many. Your good thing Drew, you didn't put a number on that because I would have made you. Drew McIntyre, Orton. I thought was pretty decent. I'll give you Orton, Lesnar, but that may have been 2019. That's what I'm. I'm like, where? Like, where's the line? That's my yeah. thing. Like, what? What starts when? Yeah. I mean, I mean, oh man, we had that whole two week rivalry with Goldberg and McIntyre. I mean, that, that's so good, right? <laughs> totally. Um, How about Johnny Gargano? Did he feud with anybody this year? I mean, he did, but was there that, any that ooh, like, stood Thatcher out? Thatcher Champer was good, too. Thatcher, Thatcher Champer. Yeah, Thatcher Champer. Um, the Grumpy Boys. <laughs> that is for sure a great one. Probably a little better than Moxon. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some out there. But like you said, this seemed like a pretty, uh, pretty biased list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like a lot more awards, so maybe I'll – if there's a couple you see that are noteworthy. Okay, just... that's true. I will um, most improved Britt Baker. Good for her. Most charismatic MJF loved that award. Yeah, Young, youngest sure. person to ever get it. He's already bragging on Twitter. Um, Love it. Zack Saber Jr. for technical wrestling. John Moxley for brawling. Uh, Ray Phoenix for flying. Bray Wyatt is the most overrated. Ouchie. That I don't agree with. Not at all. Not at all. His uh, also got like the worst gimmick of the year was the Fiend. That's just. <laughs> That's just silly. No, uh, Goldberg. Gold, you can put Goldberg for yeah. both of those. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> most underrated ricochet. I could buy that. Rookie of the year. Another way that I feel vindicated. Did you know this one? Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, yeah. Of the year. 
big win. Love that. Best not. I'm loving him on Twitter right now with like, see, oh, I yeah. told you about Adam Cole. Oh, we'll yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> He's so great. Best non-wrestler, Taz. Um, Excalibur gets announcing. Michael Cole gets the worst TV announcer. Another one that I'm like, come on, you're just taking shots now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm scanning now, but best. I mean, if they really gone. wanted to take shots, they'd say Graves because he is fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. Best gimmick, Orange Cassidy. Worst gimmick, The Fiend. That's all I'm going to do there. But wow. AEW ran away with it in a way that I'm not sure that they earned entirely. Oh, no, no, not. I mean, some of them, sure, but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everything by any means. So, well, that was episode numero. I can't believe we're nine in. I say every yeah, week. Yeah. I can't believe I can't believe. I can't believe. <laughs> Before you know it, I'm going to say, I can't believe we're 137. No, mm-hmm. um, I'll be like, man, if we get 137 in, that'd be pretty impressive. That's like two years. So, Someday. man, in two years, I could be an astronaut, but. Uh, check out the links <laughs> check out links below pa or patreon.com slash pa pile driver three bucks a month guys uh help us out a lot and it would help uh you know get some cool stuff out into the youtube and of course audio world and you get some exclusive content there check out the merch store uh teespring.com check out the best or not the best well it's coming back the best of pbw on youtube but Check out PBW Unplugged. We plugged it last week. <laughs> plugged. Uh, we're going to plug it again this week. It was a great first episode. Uh, if you want some funny boogeyman stories, you're going to want to listen. Nice. And it's if you want some you. really behind the scenes stuff, like I listened to that episode four times before it fully hit me. That thing I sent in the group chat the other night about suicide. Mm, I didn't yeah. realize they said that until I listened to it for the fourth time. I was yeah. like, oh, because like they talk about so much stuff and and it's in your mind thinking about like, oh man, the boogeyman really did this. And then they throw it in there and you're just not thinking about it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh man, that's pretty cool. So uh next episode is coming Wednesday and it's gonna be the PPW fifth year anniversary show. They'll be going behind the scenes about and I'm very excited for that one because that was the second PPW show I was ever at. And it had a lot of a lot of big names, Cole Cabana, Bully Ray, Mikey Whipwreck, Jerry Lynn. Dang. Um, Hernandez was there and we got a little funny story about Jimmy Conway. That is disgusting. Oh, and no. we also talk about how Andy header is like comedic gold. So nice. all more on the next episode with Alex, Paul, Bo, and Scott find out. Uh, so we hope you guys enjoyed this show. Go check out all of our other shows. Check out tomorrow. Check out alpha, Just check it all out and make sure guys, I'm just realizing this, and Chris can look this up for me if he can, if he gets the time. We can get ratings on Apple Podcasts, right? Yes, sir. So if we're on it, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us five stars. Huge. Yeah. If you give us a five star rating, hmm. I don't want to say things that I don't mean. (laughs) So just give us five star rating, and we will love you forever. So I get it. Yeah, you did it. You gave us a five star rating. Well, I gave us four. What? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I gave us four. Um. So yeah, and then and if if I'm not mistaken, Chris, if we uh-huh. get like the more five stars we get, like we start like popping up and like suggested stuff, right? I understand that the better our rating, the better they push us as a podcast. Yes. So. All right. So get those five star ratings in there. It takes five se- one minute, not five seconds. Just like maybe a minute. 
write a little something there if you want 30 seconds whatever so that's it and uh if you're if you're one of those uh hardcores that listen to all three we'll see you on tomorrow